Today, I'm talking with my friend and blog colleague, Amy Densmore of The Paleo Cupboard, about her new book, how she manages to stay healthy with essentially three full-time jobs, and how she transitioned her two young girls to a real food lifestyle. Good morning, everybody. Today we're back with another very special interview. I'm thrilled to be talking with my friend and special guest. Um, She's a friend and colleague. I like to think of you, Amy, as (laughs) so you know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Her name is Amy Dinsmore, and she is, oh, there's puppies. I love it. Um, (laughs) Of the Paleo Cupboard. She's got an incredible blog, an awesome resource really the most hilarious social media account. I She always has me giggling, and I'm constantly taking screenshots of her um, funny things that she posts online. So she's just, she's awesome. Um, and she came out with a beautiful new book today, and I wanted to introduce you guys to her. I think she's got some really great uh, perspectives on a lot of topics we're going to talk about. So welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. This is my first podcast, so... Woo-hoo. You always remember your first, so this is memorable. <laughs> this is exciting. I'm I'm pumped. Thank that you is for having me. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. I'm I'm. It's an honor to have you today. This is going to make my day so much better. I got to talk with you. Um, yes. <laughs> I still remember, Amy. I don't know if you remember this, but I think we met. I don't know if it was two or three years ago, and it was Paleo FX, and a group of us, <laughs> we went to lunch, and we went, I can't remember, Lambert's, I think that's what it was, in Austin. Yes, and at, yes in Austin, yes. <laughs> yeah, and Mary Shenuda um, was there, and, oh gosh, a bunch of other people. Yes, um, uh, I think Simone from Sim- Zen Valley. That's right. Simone was, was there. there. Pamela yes. Martha Fokker. <laughs> she was yes, there. she was there. Yes. <laughs> and we just had this great lunch. And I remember sitting across from you. We hadn't met before. And I was like, who is this hilarious, beautiful woman? That's just, I mean, we just had the best time. I didn't want lunch to end. So um, yeah, that was, that was so much fun. So much fun. I do remember that. Yes, that was our first time we're meeting. That, yeah, that was, that was a, quite the lunch. I think everyone around us was not as impressed because we were just, everybody at that table was just laughing the entire time. We were having so much fun. So. We were, I remember, I remember Mary ordered, we were all ordering food and um, Mary ordered herself a scotch. She did. <laughs> she just... said she was going to fast and I thought, oh, she's not going to have anything, but she had a scotch. And I said, I like this chick. She's cool. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was just... <laughs> Just working and having a scotch, and she'd pop in to socialize. She'd turn her head, and then she'd go back to work and enjoy her beverage. Exactly, that was awesome. it was yeah. pretty awesome. I remember that was, I think, one of my first events with a bunch of other paleo people, and I was like, "All right, I think I'm in the right place." Yes, this is yes, this is the right spot for me. Exactly, I'm amongst friends. Exactly. Yep, honey, I'm home. Yes. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, please um, take a minute to tell everybody about you, what you're up to. I know you have a really neat story, um, professionally very uh, unique compared to a bunch of other folks um, and what we do. So feel free to tell us about yourself and your family and, and what you're up to. Okay. Well, um, I I do blog on the side. So I love blogging. It's something I'm very passionate about. Um, it's sort of my creative outlet as far as cooking and blogging and sharing with everyone, but I do have a day job. So I am a director of operations 
I work about a 50 plus hour work week in the corporate environment. And, and then I have two kids, so four and nine, both girls that I love and they keep me super busy. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I, I have this really busy schedule. I do travel a lot for work, so I'm always going here, there and everywhere. But oh, I really love the blogging piece as well. It's just something that it's so much fun. It's so neat to be able to hear from people that, you know, have kind of found better health through a paleo diet. Um, you know, it, it, when I first started out, I was um, I wasn't feeling really well when I started out with paleo. It was, it was sort of because I just felt horrible and I started getting these headaches. I couldn't lose the last 10 pounds that I wanted to lose. My skin was breaking out and I was on this low fat diet. I was counting my calories and I was doing everything I thought I was supposed to do. And so I was really confused. So I just tried paleo and I was thinking, I even thought this is the stupidest thing, this caveman diet. I don't want to eat like a caveman. And, you know, all the cliches that, you know, are out in the world about paleo. And But when I sat and I actually read about it and I understood, oh, this is just eating real food. This is just food, you know, from, from nature. It's less processed stuff. And the science behind it made sense to me. And it, it was almost immediate. And I'm not one of those people that goes around saying, oh, the paleo diet is, you know, amazing. It, it works for everyone. But mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it, it truly was. And I, I, my headaches were gone. My skin cleared up. I, I lost the weight I, you know, I wanted to lose. I got my body to feel the way I wanted to feel. And so that's why I started blogging. And that's why I'm able to have, I think, as much energy as I do. And I can balance this this uh, this work that I do, you know, this my day job, if you will, and still mm -hmm. have the time to run around with my kids and have all that energy and 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 share with people on, you know, about my journey and like to hear about their journey and share recipes and stuff. So definitely not one of those paleo evangelists, but it works <laughs> for me. And I'm super excited when it works for other people too. I'm not saying it's for everyone, but it's, it's cool to see when it is and to get to share that with other people. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I think you and I probably line up there as well. Um, it's, it's fun presenting what works for some people. And I think a lot of us bloggers started off, we had our own health transformation that we kind of stumbled upon. Um, and when I started right. off on paleo, I was pretty stubborn. Um, I refused to admit I was actually doing paleo. Um, <laughs> because I was also, I was turned off by the name and, um, and way back when I started the blog, I was, I was so slow to transition over to this totally real food idea that I have a whole bunch of recipes on there that are just egg whites. I'm still very much against egg yolks. Yes, um, yolks. you know, yolks are the devil. They were. They totally, even in, a, even like in a paleo template and I had all kinds of dairy cause I was like, no, I'm not paleo. I still, I do my own thing. Um, <laughs> and you know, and slowly dip my toe really into it and did more research. And like you just said, the science just started to make sense. Um, and, and it is interesting, you know, when you, and it's fun to kind of put that stuff out there, these great recipes, and it's really just an access point. You know, if somebody finds health and wellness through these recipes and through kind of some of this information and research and some of our own personal stories, then that's awesome. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's right by you. So right, right. That's There's great. There's a woman at my work that that you know is so adamant that she wants to eat dairy, and I'm like, okay, go <laughs> ahead then. If if you don't have any issue with it, and it's not causing you any problems. I'm 
I'm, she, she wants to convince me that she's allowed to have it. And I'm like, <laughs> I am not judging you. I yeah. don't. I'm here to judge what you eat. Just go for it, sweetie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Is it making you feel good? Yeah. Cool. That's cool. for you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Especially during, um, you know, the holiday seasons, you're around friends and family and they, they walk by you with a piece of pie on a plate and they feel like they have to hide it from you. <laughs> right, right. They kind of hide it behind their back or they turn to your side, the side and you're, you know. They look at you and they say, I'm just having one slice. <laughs> That's exactly cool. it. I, I might have one too. I, I know. know. Did That's you fine. save me some? <laughs> yeah, save me a piece. <laughs> oh, not, not here to judge. <laughs> exactly. In fact, pass me the wine. Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. Well, that's great. You know, and that's really something that we try to foster kind of that attitude here is, um, you know, do what's right by you. And at the end of the day, that matters way more than how closely you follow whatever rules you think there are. Um, Right. That's great. People really want to put rules. They really want all these rules. And it's just doesn't have to be hard. It really doesn't. It really just eat what makes you feel good. Totally. And what tastes good, you know, you, okay, so Amy, if you guys aren't familiar um, yet, you should be because you're going to Google it after this. I just know it. Um, (laughs) She came out with this beautiful book this year called The Paleo Cupboard Cookbook. Um, And you really knocked it out of the park, Amy. Before we got on the call, I told her, I was like, I really want you to know how much you killed it on this. And I'm going to say it again when we're recording, but I was really blown away. I sat down and flipped through it when I first got it, um, and we were in the middle of this big wedding swirl, and it captivated me for a good while. I'm just so impressed by it. Um, One of the things that I noticed (laughs) the most about your book is that you really put a lot of attention into um, highlighting how you can flavor, add more flavor to your foods by the way of spices and herbs and dried herbs and all these different things. Uh, and I think that's so important. That's something that it's kind of the secret to success. You know, when you come comes to real food or paleo, it's easy to think about, well, I guess I'll just eat chicken breast and steamed broccoli the rest of my life. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and you have just this awesome resource in here that really talks about the different flavors. So I'd love to hear a little bit about the book. Um, you know, what are some of your favorite pieces about it? And what were what did you really want to come through in your writing? Oh, okay. Oh, I'll try not to make this too long, but oh, um, go I, for so, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really wanted to focus on flavor because I, I just think it's it's such an important part, like you said, of of just cooking and eating and understanding how can I take this piece of of you know protein or this produce and just make it taste really good and the way I want it to taste. So mm-hmm. the way that you might like something to taste isn't the way that I might like it to taste, and and so how, I really wanted to teach people how to get in the kitchen, how to have these spices, and you don't have to have 300 spices. I just wanted to them to know these are what you probably should keep around and how you can layer those into your meals to make them taste the way you want. Because I saw so many people who were literally eating a chicken breast, a sweet potato, and like you said, broccoli for mm-hmm. dinner every night. And then they get burned out and they think, paleo sucks or, you know, real food sucks. And, and I, this, this doesn't taste good. I'm not excited. I don't want to eat this. And that's really, that's that they're missing the whole point. There's so many great ways that you can make this food taste so good and adjust it to the way you want it to taste. So if you don't like spicy, but you like 
you know, tacos or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. You can, you don't have to have that, that spice element to it, but you can still get the flavors you do like. So I wanted to just teach people, you know, how to, how to get that and make it, <laughs> have it your way type of thing. <laughs> Um, Too bad so that slogan's that. taken. Yeah. yeah, and not in a good way, no, is it? No. I should, have, I should have trademarked that one up front. Um, and then I, I wanted to not just, I guess, not have the same recipes that you see kind of normal cookbooks. I wanted mm-hmm. to really display uh, a, a variety of stuff. So stuff that is, you know, kind of your stuff that you're used to everyday stuff and then something that maybe you're not used to eating. So um, there's a waffle recipe in there. I don't eat a lot of waffles, but I know that's something that a lot of people like, and they actually taste really good if you want something like that. And then some stuff that's, um, you know, a little bit more out there that you, you know, like a pork vindaloo, which mm. is actually, you know, the name might sound intimidating if you're not used to eating Indian food or things like that, but it's actually really just spices and meat. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. So I wanted to put a variety of things in there. I didn't grow up eating basic foods like meatloaf and stuff like that. My family lived all over the world and I've traveled all over the world. So um, for work and I've had the opportunity to do that, which is great. So for me, the foods that that I'm used to eating really aren't the basic stuff. So I tried to kind of put some, sneak some of that stuff in there too, to help people try out new things. Cause I think that's important and you can always, and there's little tips in there. I tried to put as many tips as I could because I love to cook. I've been cooking for a really long time. And there's there's just little tips I've learned along the way of, um, uh, you know, one lady wrote me an email and she said, I had no idea that, and this is a basic thing if you've cooked for a long time, but mm-hmm. I have no idea that the reason, you know, that if you're cooking chicken thighs and the chicken skin will stick to the pan, but eventually it releases when the fat renders. I had no idea. I've been sitting there trying to pull this chicken off the pan <laughs> and it always gets stuck. And, you know, it's little things like that and, and just little tips and tricks. And I tried to sprinkle as many as I could throughout the book just to help people out. If you've been cooking for a long time, some of them are probably, oh, yeah, I already knew that. What's this lady telling me that for? <laughs> but if you're not, you know, things like getting that email from that lady. She's like, I can finally cook a chicken thigh and get it crispy. And I'm like, yes, score. So that's I, so I great. To sprinkle those in. And then just some some meal plans and shopping lists, because when you're new to paleo, if you're busy, it can be totally overwhelming. And you're just like, tell me what to eat and give me a list of what I need to buy. Just help me out, especially when you're first starting out. So there's a full month. Every day is covered. You get to, you know, I'm telling you every day what you can eat. Shopping mm-hmm. list for you there. You can even add in some more stuff if, if there's anything missing. And then you just go off and just buy the stuff, cook it, and eat it. Makes it pretty simple for you. Um, I think that's important. I don't. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed by having to figure out, you know, what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? How do I? How do I have lunches and stuff like that? So I tried to throw that in there as well. That's so great. Your voice is really woven throughout the whole book as well. I mean, you're just <laughs> you're such a personable and funny. Um, really lovely person and you just you wrote it like you're talking to your friend I mean it's just it's great it really that's why it was so captivating I wanted to sit down and read it like a novel (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to just share you know stories and make cooking not seem intimidating and for me cooking so much fun and I've had so many little 
stories around cooking and food and mm. it's been such an important part of my life that I really wanted to share those stories with people and and so weaving those in so with every recipe I have a little introduction and like you said I tried to put something you know about why that recipe is important to me or or how it came to be part of my cooking routine or a little tip I learned about cooking that so it was really important to me because it is sort of like a family and and the, the paleo community and the people you get to meet and, you know, the people that send you all these emails or reach out to you, you do feel really close to them. And it, you do want to share part of you back with them because they mm -hmm. share their story with you. And, and so that was really important for me to be able to build that into the book because you, you don't write it really for yourself. You write it for other people to enjoy because it's really, mm -hmm. like you said, before we started, it is a labor of love and it's, yeah more work than anyone could ever imagine and you know you and I said that you know it's, it's a lot of work and it's um and I, like 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 we were talking about it you just can't even imagine how much goes into it so it really is for for other people in a way and you want it to be special to them and relevant to them so that was mm -hmm. something I was really interested in is sharing little pieces of me with with whoever you know decided to read the book that's awesome well I'm I, I hope you are, but you should definitely feel incredibly proud of it. It's it's beautiful, um, and for what I'm working on right now, it served as a lot of inspiration and motivation. So you, yay! Keep Thank up. you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, I mean it. Yeah, keep up the great work. And you know, I think it's interesting the people who I want to call Wonder Woman um, <laughs> and, and say that they have superpowers are often the ones who roll their eyes and say, no, I don't. That's silly. Um, but I really do. When I think about you, Amy, I, I think, gosh, that girl has superpowers. I mean, you have <laughs> these two girls, um, you have this full-time plus job that you're working and I'm sure you kick butt there because you kick butt in everything you do. Um, <laughs> you keep up this just awesome presence on social media. You're very real. You're very funny. Um, you kind of navigate those tricky waters because paleo sometimes can be perceived as dogmatic and oh, you yes. just, you just, you know, you're like, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. Um, <laughs> and I think that serves as such a direct inspiration to a lot of people who are looking for that kind of leadership, really, you know, to just kind of relax and have fun with it. And then you wrote this stellar book. So, you know, now that <laughs> I told you all the reasons why I think you have superpowers, I would, I mean, I just love to know when it comes to, I know you, I know you walk the walk um, and then real life is complicated on its own and not everybody sees that, but what are kind of some of your tips and tricks or things that you keep in mind um, every day to just keep up with your healthy eating and your exercising while you do all these amazing jobs? You have three huge jobs, essentially. Um, <laughs> you know, what What keeps you going and, and what are your secrets to success? Oh, okay. Well, eating right, I mean, that just is, it's important. And if I, I definitely notice if I don't eat right, I don't have that energy. And so even though it sounds, you know, it sounds like, oh, I have to plan, I have to prep and I have to cook. The energy I get from it is mm -hmm. actually what keeps me going. Um, so it's important to me that I that I do eat healthy and and keep that up. So I have to build it into my routine. So I usually do on Sundays, I'll do a lot of my planning and my shopping. Mm -hmm. And then I'll plan another day during the week because we all know that 
some produce just isn't going to last you a whole week. Mm-hmm. So I kind of plan out my week and then I'll usually pick a day that I'll, on the way home from work, I'll just stop in at the store and grab a few more things, you know, the stuff that's not going to last the whole week through. But Sundays are my, my planning day where I'll go out and shop and get the stuff I need for the week. And that's kind of what I do. Um, I do, you, we do like to have a, you know, a day or a meal a couple times a week where we can go out and eat, but it's, it's that's more of like a, um, an occasional thing, I guess, or a, a spontaneous thing in case something comes up. Yeah. Um, I, and exercise for me is another thing. It's, it's important to build it in. And so I get up early in the morning and I'll go for um, a four mile walk. If I don't make it the four miles, it depends on how much time I have, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty fast walk. I walk around my neighborhood. I live in San Diego, so I have the luxury of getting to do that outside. Um, but that's, again, it, I, it started out, when I first started out, I did not want to get up early. I did not want to do it. Um, I actually broke my toe a few weeks ago, so I haven't been able to do that. And I oh, noticed no. I just don't have as much energy. My mood isn't as good. And so even though those first few weeks of waking up early and, and doing it, it you, you just it's miserable. I'm not going to lie. It's mm-hmm. not fun. But I did become one of those people that was like leaping out of bed going, yes, I'm excited. I want to do this. Let's get pumped for the day. And so it took a little bit of time to ease into that. But it, exercise, and, and it's not a ton. And I don't have a lot of time, but that's really important. And it just makes me feel better gets my brain going, gets my body going, gets my mood in the right place. Um, I also just do stupid things. Like if there's stairs anywhere, I'll take the stairs. If there's, <laughs> if I'm at the grocery store or anywhere I need to park, I park in the back. Unless mm-hmm. I have screaming kids with me and then maybe that day I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> maybe I'm just going to park near the front because I just got to get in and get an avocado and I'm not going to battle, Yeah, you know, a screaming four-year-old for that long, but um, I will, I have a standing desk at work. So I stand during the day and then I have some little leg weights that I put on my ankles and I'll do these little leg exercises that you can Google and look up. So it's just, they're small things, but they really add up, um, over time as to get, you know, a little bit more exercise in when I'm home, I've got the music going. If I'm cleaning, I've got that music going. I'm dancing while I'm cleaning. Um, <laughs> my neighbors aren't watching because I'm a horrible dancer. Uh, if I'm cooking, you know, I'm, I've usually got a little music going. I'm kind of dancing around the kitchen. Uh, so it's just a really little small ways of getting that, you know, that exercise or that movement in. Um, every little bit helps, you know, and it adds up. And and so it's, a, it's really just a matter of, for me, you know, squeezing everything in, just planning ahead. I have a little, I have my routines and they work, you know, the getting up early, the exercise in there, the Sundays, the meal planning and prepping. I know that on, on Thursday on the way home, I'm going to stop and grab some stuff at the grocery store. And that's just my routine. And it works for me. And it takes a little while. You got to tweak it. You got to figure out what's right. You got to anticipate there's going to be some curveballs, and you just go with the flow and there's some nights you know we we eat as close to paleo as we can because you know something came up and we just can't eat a full-blown paleo meal we have to go out somewhere and grab something yeah we're gonna get close it's not gonna be a hundred percent we're all still gonna feel good after we eat it and that's just that yeah so especially you know in and when I'm traveling if I'm in a business meeting 
And I'm not going to sit there and, oh, pardon me, would you, do you cook your vegetables in, you know, <laughs> this type of oil? And can you make sure that you do that? You know, I don't do that. I get as close as I can where I know I'm not going to feel bad. But, you know, just you, you got to roll with, with what life throws you and not, and not uh, worry about it too much. Totally. You kind of have to meet the world where the world's at. And yes, because it's, it's pretty stressful if you're trying to conform everything around you to fit into what you think you need to be doing. Um, I think that's brilliant, you know, especially your exercise, weaving it in throughout the day. That's something that, um, so right now I'm on my feet cooking like eight recipes a day and running around. I'm sure you might remember some of those days. I recall. Yeah. Super fun. So much fun. Super fun. (laughs) Just like I said before the call, it's like, I just keep saying, telling myself it's so much fun. And then until I believe it. (laughs) Um, And it it is, but it's, it's hard work. Um, But you know, that's, that is really my exercise sometimes for the day is being on my feet and walking around all day long and Stopping and maybe doing some air squats, turning on some music and dancing with Gus, who's, you know, my fur yes. child. Gus. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Your, your fur baby. My fur baby. He has no yes. idea he's not human. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that is. That's so true. I mean, that really is the secret to success is figuring out a way just to make it work at every moment. You know, you keep it at the forefront of your mind that you live a happy, a healthy, active life. Um and then you just kind of start to accidentally make those really dis- positive decisions that support it. Um, like, Absolutely. Like taking the stairs, like you said. or And when you're out at a work meeting, I do the same thing. I travel a lot. I get as close as possible, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to be just fine if I have a bunch of rice or, you know, who knows what oils, like you said, the vegetables are cooked in, um, or we'll do, sometimes we'll even do Chinese takeout and Austin, my husband will always get some sort of a breaded chicken and truth be told, I will look over at that chicken and I'll be like, I'm just going to eat one of them. <laughs> yeah, just, just a couple bites because it tastes so good. It does. It's recipe research. Yes. Um, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's true. You just um, you don't stress about it and you just live and you, and you make really great decisions the majority of the time. So Right, exactly. That's awesome. That's brilliant. Your girls are so lucky to have you. I can just imagine you dancing around the house. That just sounds like so much oh, fun. We we literally have dance parties all the time. And now, well, they have moves in me. I don't know how to whip or nay-nay. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> there's some dance stuff that's going on. I there, There's some crazy things happening. I need to, like, go Google them uh-huh. and see if it's even appropriate. But, yeah, I'm, so I'm, they teach me now. So they're... They're the first ones to throw the music on. It's great. Oh, that's so fun. Well, talking about your girls, um, let's just, I know we're coming towards the end of it, but I'd love to know just um, for the listeners who do have kids out there and they're thinking about maybe transitioning to more of a grain-free, uh, real food lifestyle, um, you know, what are some pieces of advice you might have for those, those moms? Oh, okay. I, so I have, you know, the two girls. One did not go gently <laughs> into that transition. And one was, one is just born paleo. She likes um, chicken, bacon, a broccoli, you know, <laughs> I mean, r- carrots. That That's what she asks for as a snack. So wow. that one was fine. Uh-huh. Um, the other one, the other one was 
not excited about it. So the first thing was I really didn't, um, I did it, you know, slowly for her. So it was sort of taking away bread, but keeping rice or I, I did make a lot of paleo substitutions. So things like a paleo pasta, um, things, paleo tortillas, which so, you know, don't have the gluten and the things like that using things more like almond flour and tapioca. Mm -hmm. Those aren't things that we eat a lot now, but in the beginning, and and I have those recipes on my website still, it's not something we, we eat very often in my house anymore, but as the transition was going, it really helped to have things that looked and tasted like what she was used to. Mm -hmm. And then kind of we wean her off of them slowly and um, I didn't, you know, force her to eat it, but there was things I made and I try and make a variety, you know, four different things. So a protein, a couple of vegetables and something like a, a paleo pasta or a tortilla or something and have them all available for her to eat. And then, you know, that was what dinner was or that was what lunch was or breakfast. And you got to kind of pick. And then over time, you know, she really just she got into it. She, you know, she'll still eat things at school. If there's cupcakes and somebody brings in cupcakes, she's allowed to have cupcakes. She's Mm -hmm. allowed to have that. I don't tell her she can't. Um, I want her to, to be able to enjoy those. She's fortunate enough. And we all are that we don't have, um, you know, some severe allergies that prevent us from eating those. It's really just that all don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot have that stuff. Um, and the little one, really, she, the younger one, she's, she doesn't really even want those cupcakes that much. She's, she could do without, so that's fine. <laughs> but but I do allow my, my older daughter or both of them, you know, if, if there's something and we're at a party or an event, I do allow them that, to have it. Um, if I know that there's going to be nothing there that's even close to paleo, I'll bring a plate of something and show up. And it's going to be something that tastes good anyway. So people will like it and we can share and then we'll have something we can eat too. But... It's really just, again, finding a balance with kids, um, depending on your kid's personality type. Some may, you know, be very stubborn about it and it will take time. Some are just going to jump in. But if you're cooking food that tastes good and it's stuff that, you know, kids like anyway, then then you're, you're going to be okay. I have a whole uh, icon and index in my book, too, that's just about kid favorites mm-hmm. because I think... You know, and, and you know what? They're adult favorites, too, or husband favorites. For for you ladies that need to convince your husband, those <laughs> happen to usually be the same things. So you can, um, you know, it's, it's, it is important to just cook foods that they like and try and be cognizant that they're not going to want to eat, you know, maybe necessarily the same things as you. And just be patient, and they'll come around. It takes a little time, but they will come around eventually. And, and you all get to eat some delicious food, too. So it's good. That's awesome. That's really great advice. I hope moms are just kind of taking a deep breath. You know, if it doesn't, yes, if it doesn't happen right away, that's okay. You know, no, that's it takes that's, a little time. It does. <laughs> that's great. I think that's really good to hear. Yeah, my uh, um, my not paleo puppy um, would have a tough transition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's great advice. Amy, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today to share your story with us a little bit more and give your awesome words of wisdom and pieces of advice. It really means a lot. And I know people are going to get a lot out of it. Oh, I'm so glad you had me. Now I can say I've done my first podcast. This was awesome. Yeah, girl. You, you can just tell you're a podcaster. <laughs> Woo! Do I have like a sticker or something? I, I need sure. I for the back of my car. <laughs> 
I'll do that. Maybe I'll start some. I've been on the Fed and Fit podcast. Yeah. People are going to be like, what is that? I, I survived the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I did it. Oh, that's right next to the 13.1 sticker. Yes, half exactly. marathon. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for joining. You guys, if you want to find Amy, you can find her online at paleocover.com. I think that's right. Is that right, Amy? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just sanity check. Um, I don't have the website right in front of me. Her book is the Paleo Cupboard Cookbook. You can find it on Amazon. Be sure to order a copy. You guys are not going to regret it. It's an awesome addition to your cookbook collection, not only as a resource and for recipe inspiration, but for kind of some of that humor and relaxed attitude that Amy has. Um, it really is kind of like a nice deep breath. Everything's going to be fine. And then you can also find her. You can also find her online uh, on Instagram, and I'm sure on Facebook as well at the Paleo Cupboard. She's hilarious. She's always posting things that are going to make you laugh. So um, it's been awesome to have you, Amy. And I can't thank you enough. And wish you all the best of luck with this next coming year. Um, thank you. And I hope I'm sure you will continue to be. But I'm hope you are showered by more emails from people who learned how to cook a perfect <laughs> chicken thigh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on the show, and we'll be back again next week. 